and welcome to On Public Square, a City of Clarksville podcast where we get to know the amazing city employees that help keep the lights on. They're our friends, our family, our neighbors, and each of them has a story to tell. Now, let's say hello. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of On Public Square. We are now two episodes into season two. I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but this is officially season two of On Public Square. And I'm here with uh, some friends of mine from our information technologies department to talk about a whole bunch of things today. We have Dirk and we have Tamara. Uh, Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So glad I haven't had anyone up from IT yet, and uh, it, it wasn't easy to coax y'all up from the basement, <laughs> yeah. if I'm being honest, but yeah. I'm glad I did. We like and, our dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all introverts, don't you know? You guys are like me, I think, in that I, I work cameras and mm-hmm. I do mics. I do like to perform, but sometimes it's nice to be behind the camera oh. and to make the things. We like to stay away from people. That's why we work on computers. <laughs> Tech is good, people bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, uh, of course, I like to start with introductions. So, Dirk, why don't we start with you? Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what your job is, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, I'm Dirk Prodenentis. Um, I am the technology coordinator for the city of Clarksville, um, which is lack of meaning in a title. Um, I am in charge of the infrastructure. so. Servers, storage, networking, things of that nature all run through me. Uh, I've been with the city for 23 years. I was here before the building. Um, So, so yeah, it's been a long time, a good journey. I've played almost every role that we've had in the IT department. Do you have a favorite one? Um, The one I'm in currently, I... uh, I really like it. It's a lot of interacting with like vendors and trying to get um, bid specs written and doing a lot of research to give it to our CIO, Amy, uh, in order for her to make informed decisions about purchases or ideas moving forward. So, yeah, this is my favorite role thus far. Wonderful. So if you were here before this building was sort of set up, you, you know, the infrastructure probably in and out by now. Yes, I have been here a long time. When I started here, we had three employees and three servers and that was the entirety of our infrastructure no longer yes you also have one of my favorite offices in the building you have some of the coolest collectibles yes i i try i've had it up for a long time and you know we are of course nerds so i have to play that fly that flag i'm excited to have someone else who likes nerdy pop culture stuff up here i am am all into of course we actually share uh we have a similar former city employee who we both play D and D with uh, in Ryan correct. Milton. Yes, I'm uh, playing on Saturday. Wonderful! Oh, I've yeah. got him on Sunday. Oh, well, that's awesome! So we're gonna. We're, that's fun. Uh, I've talked about. I was talking with Bobby in building facilities maintenance that we needed an episode of this where we just play Magic the Gathering or something. That would be fantastic. I could yeah. bring in some. We just and do it cheap. We could do popper decks, so we yeah. play all commons. That'd we could teach fantastic. them. We can get the mayor on. We can teach, teach him how to play. play. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> but I think that one though would have to be a video. You couldn't just yeah. do that as audio. Because go, <laughs> not a real compelling audio track. No, I, I might have to ask you before the end what your favorite commander is if we're talking about Magic oh, the Gathering. Oh, see, yeah, you got. Yeah, I'll give I'm, you some time to think about thanks, it. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, wonderful. And Tamara, what about you? Hi. Um, yeah, Tamara Welker, and I've been here about 18 years. I was here when Dirk was was uh, trying to hire someone for the website, and I came in and got my application. And I think we were looking for an ASP developer at the time. And What's that, that mean? It's a coding language, okay. and uh, we were looking to uh, find someone that was able to write that code. And uh, I came into the picture, and I was hired. And um, I started out as a webmaster here, mm -hmm. and I've been in that position for for 18 years is, is taking control of the website, but, but the website has changed throughout this, um, throughout the years, um, you know, from me coming in and, and coding it and creating the website just from scratch. And, uh, from that to now we have a content management system that handles the website and we can all mm -hmm. just upload our own content. You helped me a lot with the social media stuff as well. I know, um, with all the Facebook and, yeah. This and that. Uh, I was talking with someone else who's one of our folks that does that of the constant fear of I when you're using your own personal social media. I'm not on the city one, am I? Oh, they they have a hard time with that. Yeah. You have to go through your own Facebook in order to mm -hmm. create these pages. So I have I don't know how many pages we have now for the city. Mm -hmm. Nothing has made me loathe social media more than working in it. Yes, I see. <laughs> I don't I don't use my own my own. I have a Facebook uh -huh. and I, I barely use it because it's like, oh, that's work. That's work stuff. <laughs> or Twitter. I'm sorry. X. Formerly Twitter. Yeah. yeah. The the X formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Well, so. that's great. I think that's my, I think that's my favorite little news bite all the time is when they do an X post and they'll say X. And then after it in the article, it will say formerly Twitter and it's constant. No one just mm -hmm. calls it X and then moves on. I was very annoyed. One of my favorite tools for using, they had something called TweetDeck, which was great. You could have your your lists and stuff all set up to monitor Twitter really easily. It got moved to a paid pro uh, platform. Yep. I, I had so the same upset. thing. I used to keep it up on one screen. Mm -hmm. And as tweets that were relating to cybersecurity mm -hmm. or, or Clarksville, you just put your hashtags in and it would just pull mm -hmm. it up as news came mm -hmm. in. And then boom, paywall. Yeah. So important when I was a journalist to just, I could have Clarksville, Tennessee, something new right. business. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. which I suppose is uh, you mentioned the website yeah. layout. One of the things we wanted to talk about today is that we, we have a new website. It's been up for, I guess, a couple months now. Yeah. You remember I think when we it's launched? Great. Don't you think, don't you love the, the I design love it. of it? I'm, it? I'm really happy. It looks with it. So I love the the new colors. A lot of that uh, you suggested, if I remember. Yeah. Um, a lot of the new layout makes the news portion, which is the part I deal with the most, looks wonderful. Good. Um, I, I kind of just wanted to let people know, like that that are how that process works, because it was not a a short process. And I bet mm -hmm. people, I imagine a lot of folks don't know what all goes into a website design. Right. Uh, so when when did we start that whole thing? Right. Um. Oh, we were talking about it, I think it was last April, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Amy wanted to get that done this year. We were waiting uh, till the five years, because after five years, we get a free refresh mm -hmm. is what we do. Because we use a vendor, Civic Plus? Yes, or Civic Plus. So it was time, so we were ready to roll. So when we started, I guess all we really wanted to do is look at the different uh, websites around the country. Um, mm -hmm. 
see what we liked and uh, the design that we we liked. We took pieces from different Mm-hmm. different uh, sites and put them together. Yeah. I remember that meeting where they sent yeah. us a list of all their other client cities of, and we could say like, we like this city's mm-hmm. image carousel at the top. And we like Branson, Missouri's, uh, yeah, uh, this. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, it was a fun process. That's what it looked like from my end, at yeah. least where yeah. I was just emailing the person like, I think tweak this color a little <laughs> bit. Here's our color code for what we use for branding. Was there anything different on your end? Yes. I mean, I'm sure there was, but. Well, you know, it was interesting because when I first started here, it, it was it was harder. The whole mm-hmm. process was harder. I mean, I had to code everything and mm-hmm. come up with my own designs. Mm-hmm. And then we would have, a, you know, I'd show three designs that I created and then we'd all vote on which one is good. Mm-hmm. And then we went into a different uh, stage with the city is where they hired um I don't remember the name of them, but they were a PR company and they came in and created a logo mm-hmm. and created signs that we have all around the, the city. And they created the website, a new website. So I had to go and learn PHP for that to try to mm-hmm. see if it was needed, but it was never needed. I didn't need to use that language for that. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we came in with the content management system. We decided it'd be easier to buy a system where all the departments can go ahead and go in and train them and they can update their own content, mm-hmm. which is, which I think works really well. Mm-hmm. So this process was pretty easy, you know, depending on, you know, what we used to do for mm-hmm. a website. So I don't have any p- complaints about it. It just takes time to get what you want, but it wasn't easy for me. It was an easy process. Uh, we decide what we like, we don't like, um, Let's put this here. Let's move this link here. You know, let's, mm-hmm. it's all really design and, and we connect to the back end, mm-hmm. but we connect easy to the back end. So they, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy. I wonder process. if, I wonder if, if you have a similar thing. Cause I, uh, I know working up here when Jimmy came on, I was very thankful because I was like, oh, someone with a similar background to me. Uh-huh. And like, it's really easy to talk shop up here with communications because Jimmy and I have both worked on both sides of, of the fence in local journalism and then over here doing this uh, different specialties, of course. And uh, Jimmy's been doing it for way longer than me, but um, it, right. it's really easy. And I know Amy, similarly, our uh, CIO uh, has worked in web development. I believe she designed some elements of the Montgomery County website in her previous position. I might be super wrong about that. Uh, School system. I believe she yeah. was a coder for the school system. Her oh. husband, Steve, yes. is a web developer and okay. was the web developer for the county for a while um, and owns his own business mm. at this as well. That, that's me showing my ignorance and not <laughs> oh. fully knowing the difference between coder and, and web developer. Right. Yeah. But so uh, coders write applications, programs, uh, and web developers work yeah. on mm-hmm. websites. But I'm not certain. She may or may not have... Uh, I try to let Amy be Amy. Yeah. My my main point being, I, I, I wonder if it's a similar thing where like, it's nice to have someone who's, who's got the practical experience to, to work with. Oh, sure. Um, but I do want to say that, um, my uh, job title has changed. Mm-hmm. Now I'm content manager. Content manager. Yeah. Now, now it's like switched from webmaster to application developer. And now I'm content manager. Mm-hmm. Because the job keeps changing, mm-hmm. you know. 
that was actually my title at Clarksville now while I was uh-huh. a journalist and doing all the stories and such. Yeah. I was also handling the Facebook and the newsletters and mm-hmm. all of that content generation to make sure that the news gets to people. And it, it is a fun job in its own way. Yeah, I said, the the look doesn't translate to podcast, but I know, I know what but you're saying. That's why I looked and not <laughs> said anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I also kidding. handle all of our uh our video content that goes up on channel three and the yeah. website as well. So you do all the editing and encoding of all of that as well. Yeah, I actually that didn't, I, like. I actually didn't originally know that we handled that over. I thought CDE handled that for the longest time, uh, but that's really cool. And I, I don't know how many, if everyone knows as much as I would like them to know that we have channel three available. That's a local program that essentially we're able to put stuff up on that citizens residents need to know yeah um yeah but it's only cd channel three it's not you know so mm-hmm. it's just in our city mm-hmm. well what you, you said that part you do like what what do you like about that what makes it unique or special? yeah i like video editing you like video editing mm-hmm. i do too i do too i, I really like do too yeah that's the thing i like but you know the one thing when i first started and when i was great was i got to go around to the different I don't know, venues and meetings and video Mm. and edit them and do photos. And I did everything for the website. So now at least I'm tapering off and you're doing a lot more, which I'm happy about. I have been working (laughs) very hard to up our YouTube game uh, in particular. But we'll, I'll have to, when I've got some video projects, I may come down and talk to you about it. Absolutely. Um, like you said, it's nice to have a second set of ears to bounce <laughs> ideas off it of. really is. And I'm come before I started here, I already, I, he, I do Twitch and YouTube and my own personal time doing uh, like video game content. Lots of Pokemon and uh, a Dungeons and Dragons live plays. My friends and I will get together on web calls to play. I got, I went to school for acting originally, so. Some of my actor friends will get together and treat it like an improv show. I did too. Acting. Yeah. Very fun. I, I miss it. I don't have time for it right now, but I'd miss it. The Roxy sent out a volunteer letter just today asking me if I still wanted Ooh. to volunteer because you get to go and you usher mm-hmm. and then you get to see the show and then, you know, you help everyone out or whatever they need. I love it. That was fun. I like to do that. too. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I video editing is a is a great process. Yeah. I was going to ask you what your favorite aspect of the redesign is and such as well as uh aspect of the job. Is there something about the new website layout that sticks out as like a favorite new thing or something well, you were excited about? Yes, it's we're able to add a lot more content on the homepage and mm-hmm. um the design is more is catching. So if I need to add something new, it's right there. I could take something off and add something to it. Or we can create a whole new section if we need to add even more than mm-hmm. the end. All I have to do is add a section to it. It's mm-hmm. very easy. And we did recently have to add a section to it. And mm-hmm. it we had a bunch of us kind of doing things on the fly with uh, the, the tornado back in December, um, which we're going to be doing an episode soon talking about that. I have uh, Michelle Austin and uh, we're, we're looking for another guest. I'm hoping to get one of our community partners up here. Uh, with her to talk about the tornado and recovery. Oh, that's scary. But between us and Michelle and a couple other people, we were able to set up on the website um, a banner at the top where mm-hmm. people could click and it would take them to a collection of all the resources we were told about. And people were sending us in. Uh, I My restaurant is doing a hundred free meals today. If you could add that and we were able to have 
Here's where you can go for food. Here's where there's offering free laundry services. Here's all the good FEMA information. Um, yeah, it was real important. I'm mm-hmm. glad we were able to get that up and out. Very much so. Quickly, too. And, and I thank you for, you had to handle a lot of that. So if if you're listening to this and had and that page was helpful, Tamara is one of the main people I think we can thank for making sure that information was up there and stayed both relevant and timely. Um, and I think it's down now or we've moved things around a little. Well, it's still up, but yeah, most of it is half of it has been taken off. But mm-hmm. uh, it's I think that the date has passed for FEMA help, but I think there's other help. Yes, it has. Insurance. But there are still other things they're yes. doing. Uh, but the date for that insurance uh FEMA disaster assistance, like the main thing, yeah. was the 12th, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we had that video running, too, on mm-hmm. Channel 3 mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great video. Yeah, it was. Good. I, I was very really impressed with it. Um, the other thing with the website I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking with Amy about this just recently. Uh, we're both uh, involved with the uh, um, Accessibility Enhancements Committee that's been meeting for the past several months working on uh, improving accessible infrastructure around Clarksville, but also digital infrastructure. Uh, we've added audio high, um, and I could talk a little bit about it, but can you tell, say a little bit about what audio eye is and these new accessibility tools we have on the website? Audio eye is, um, an icon that you can find on top of the page. It's a little man that you can click on and what it does it, it it'll enhance the, uh, the contrast or the colors. If you have a hard time seeing the screen, you could uh, change the fonts, make them bigger or smaller. It's for people with uh, accessibility problems. It helps them to view the screen easily, easier, and it has a lot of uh, options that you could choose from. And it, it'll change the whole the whole website without even uh, you know with a click. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for them to go through and see what we what they're mm-hmm. looking for. And I like how it organizes things. There's mm-hmm. options for if for colorblind folks who yeah. might need to change the the colors. It's really on the page cool. And, if you go through it, you should mm-hmm. people should go through it and see. Does it have a translation tool? Am I remembering that one? I know it has. You can change the font to something more dyslexia friendly if needed. I believe there is. Lots of cool stuff. I'm not sure though. Yeah. Them, well. <laughs> If I can pull curious. out my phone and check. Is. I think there is. <laughs> and it does work mobile uh, on the mobile version of the website. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if if you're on our website, check it out. May play around with those tools a little bit. They're really handy. Very nice. Yes. Um, another thing we instituted, I guess it's been about a year, maybe a little more than that at yeah. this point, is we instituted phrase chatbot, F-R-A-S-E, <laughs> yes. which I know was a task for the two of us. <laughs> we introduced this that was right around the time i started one of the first things uh i think we met on a on a uh google call with phrase who does some sort of i i guess it's ai type tools yes. but not in the same yes. way i do, it's not ai like all the things you're, uh-huh. you hear talked about uh-huh. we're not talking about chat gpt or anything this is um essentially a system where we're able to allow people can go on and ask questions as if it's like a search bar and it's sort of tailored answers. And we've gone in when we get a question that maybe it doesn't direct very well on our end, we see those questions and we're able to train it so that it can relate the words better and maybe get it more right next time. Right. 
Um, right. And I think it's been a very helpful tool for folks. Some Occasionally I'll get in there and it's just like someone who maybe didn't get their answer. And then the next query is like just a string of curse words. But <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> just parking. Parking. Parking with an exclamation point. <laughs> parking, 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 parking. I like the one where they go in and they just write Cracker Barrel. It's like, what? Uh, yeah, Cracker Barrel. They just write Cracker Barrel. It's like, what? Do we have a Cracker Barrel in the city? Is that what you're trying to ask? You know, you I, should, you're the wrong search bar. You should go be going to the other search bar to look for Cracker Barrel. Oh, my goodness. I was going to ask if you had a favorite or like <laughs> a wild one that comes up but that's that's a good one i love cracker barrel as it is let alone. oh that's funny yeah. that's really good yeah I, I i was trying to think i meant to go through and find some of the more wild questions on there uh if you're listening and you've put one of those wild questions we don't know your name we can see the question no names associated though so you're fine yeah. um but yes yeah, so check that tool out as well we're able to add buttons to it so that when people click like i added um if you're parking downtown and you go into phrase, it says you can type parking now, not parking, parking, parking. I don't know if that'll work, but <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Casey, for training that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just pick you days. You did and, a lot. You did a lot with it. Yeah. And I thank you for that. It's gotten ahead of me now. Now I look uh -huh. in there and it's like looking up at a skyscraper. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> questions, which is good. People are using it, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but mostly gas and water. That's the one that's yeah. every day. Gas and water. Yeah, that mm -hmm. That's why, you know, in the, in the new mm -hmm. design, we have gas and water right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, or people wanting their police report from a car accident. I see a lot yeah. of that. I need my my accident report. Yeah, is another one I see really commonly. But yeah, uh, yeah we have one cool. other topic. We're doing pretty well today on time. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. And this is sort of timely. Uh, in a weird way, we're recording this today on uh, Thursday, uh, February 22nd, which uh, we've had a little bit of news today. And it, this is coming out tomorrow, so it's not going to be old news, actually. Um, but all this stuff in the news about wireless AT&T and such being down. One, I'm just curious, how are, are, are we affected by that right now? Or are we uh, good? Well, we uh, we use Verizon, so AT&T doesn't impact us with the exception of the Clarksville Fire Department who uses it for their mobile data terminals in their vehicles. Mm -hmm. um, it's got better coverage for areas sort of out toward the outskirts of town, so they have a better coverage with AT&T. And the uh, the AT and T, I believe, was a denial of distributed denial of service attack against them, and it took down a significant portion. Mm -hmm. um, so I, they're quick to respond; they're quick to be able to repair it. So I don't think it's going to see a huge impact, and I really don't think it's going to see a huge impact to us because we are primarily a Verizon customer. Wonderful, and that's the kind of thing that would fall under. Uh, I don't, we're no specifics, I guess, but. In the theoretical uh, circumstance of cyber issues or uh, intentional cyber issues from another party, does that fall in your camp? Too? Yes, it, it falls under myself and uh, Charles Vincent, who is our network administrator. Mm -hmm. um, we are the primary handle for uh, cybersecurity uh, within the city, and uh, we do everything um, as it relates to network and network edge. And then internally we have 
uh, Chris Bagby handles our endpoint security and our mm-hmm. MDR, which is uh, uh, management of endpoints uh, from a network standpoint mm-hmm. so that, you know, if something is gets a, a virus, it isolates it on the network or things of that nature. So we handle it from a network security standpoint and then from an internal desktop security point that's handled by other users. And we try to make sure that uh, we have cross-training so that there isn't a single individual who knows all of about one thing. That way, if there's if you're no longer here, you're struck by a bus on the way into work, there's somebody who can take over that work for you as well. So we try to cross-train across a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, with the landscape as it is right now, there is tons to do on a very regular basis. I mean, like I said, I've been here a very long time, and I update firmware more frequently in the last year than probably in the previous five you know it's just there are constant exploits there are constant you know feeds from all of our news you know our news reports about this company got hacked or you know this firmware has a vulnerability or this vendor has been compromised in some way or another and so with the all the information you get you do everything you can to get your equipment patched as quickly as possible mm-hmm. to try to prevent exploits and things of that nature which are ongoing mm-hmm. so you know my one of my favorite movies is a cheesy 90s film uh called Hackers and I, Angelina I, Jolie. It was one of it was one of her early movies, as well as uh, Tommy or Johnny Lee Hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaggy. I yeah. real Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. The Shaggy. Uh, but uh, I always I loved that movie, and I always thought I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like the stuff the these little did I know how unrealistic. Yeah, absolutely. So, the the duel with the the at the beginning with the DVD platter where they're trying to take yeah. over the television station. <laughs> I was just that is uh that's it's great for cinema. Mm-hmm. I but, like uh, I loved the uh the scene where they're like going back and forth seeing who can make that DA's life worse. Yes. That culminates in him being legally declared dead yes. or something. Uh, that but, is fantastic, but it is primarily fantasy there from what i understand um the best representation of hacking in television and movies is mr robot um a tv show movie. mr robot i haven't seen that yet yeah it's a it was a series uh rami malik was the star um and it it's very good um but it is a most it, it's acknowledged as probably the most accurate portrayal of hacking in in television and movies because it's just a lot of writing code, enforcing that code, and you know, exploiting things. Mm-hmm. It's not flashy. It's not fast. It's not, you know, it's something that people grind at in order to get accomplished. So. And something that I remember from my cybersecurity training stuff here is that a lot of it, a lot of that nowadays falls more to to the like social engineering side. Yes, of things. and and that's a hundred percent it. the The largest system that can be faulted by cybersecurity is the end user. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all social engineering or the bulk of it is social engineering falling for phishing scams, which are emails purporting to be from something else uh, and getting you to click on a link and it, then corrupting files within that because of that link or um, 
best one is uh, social engineering, where you get a, a call from technical your technical support department saying they need access to your computer and giving you false credentials and then saying, okay, and then they get access to your computer. And from there, now you have a keylogger installed. And the next time you type in a username or password, mm -hmm. it's captured and sent to China. And yeah. it's, it's a lot of what we have is handled by end users. Most of your ransomware attacks generate from uh, misclicks on emails or clicking on the wrong website. I had a, uh, a previous job, I won't say where, um, but the IT department there liked to kind of test folks live to a certain extent. And it was good. It was good because it really showed like how easy it is to do some of that. But one of the things they did one time was they did this twice. It worked one time. And the second time we, we did our, well, neither of these were me. <laughs> um, the first was dropping a flash drive in the parking lot and seeing if someone would pick it up and plug it in. That one they didn't. Another one was there was some free, free flash drives, like in a bowl, like branded ones and popping one of those, putting something on one of those in there. Right. And, and yeah, root kits on those are terrible and do lot, can do lots and lots of damage. The other one now that's very, very popular is actually for physical security, where you ride somebody's badge into a building. So you have a secure mm -hmm. building and you have to scan in with your badge or punch in a code. And of course, if you're, if you're coming into the building, I mean, our building is a secure building as well you know, you scan your badge in in the morning and there's someone five steps away from you, you open the door and hold it open for them and they come in with you. I mean, we have, what, 60, 70 employees in this building. You can't imagine that you know all of them. Mm -hmm. So somebody just follows you in. Well, it, you don't know who that person is and they could very well be someone who's trying to get in for nefarious reasons as mm -hmm. well. So that's another big one. Um, again, phone calls, emails, websites there's mm. a ton of different ways to socially the the soft targets are always mm. the the hardest but you know are you fix that by constant education um by doing uh like phishing campaigns uh, one of our vendors does a phishing campaign for mm. us every year so they will send out emails to a handful of our users that are fake that are purported to come from us it or from you know the mayor or something like that and see how many people click on it. When they click on the link, it takes them to a "haha, you got fished," mm. and then they get retrained on our our training <laughs> application. So that's always that's always fun. And then of course the CIO gets a uh, gets an email telling her everyone who clicked on the link. So it's a good thing it's none of us. Yeah. To that end, uh, how how did we do last time? Um, I'm gonna say it's we do very well. We'll get. I mean, we have. 1300 plus employees and we get one or two that click on it. So it is a, it is a very small percentage, but it just takes one, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I was told very early in my career from a cybersecurity standpoint, you know, uh, a cybersecurity administrator has to plug every hole and a hacker only has to find one. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole lot of, like I said, we're patching and we do all sorts of stuff, but, they only have to find one way to get in or one way to damage a system or to corrupt mm -hmm. something. And then that's all, you know, that's where they are. And that's when you start getting things like ransomware and you start mm. getting uh, demands of, for money mm. is a, it's a slippery slope. Many years ago, the school system got, uh, got attacked um, and a, a hacker breached them. And when the hacker breached them, <laughs> They uh, they came to us. The uh, your counterpart at the time came to us and said, "Do you do we want to make a statement 
you know, about the breach, uh, you know, about our preparedness. And you're like, no, that just invites the hacker to come and try to compromise or any yeah. hacker to come and try to compromise your stuff mm-hmm. by saying, well, we didn't get caught. So yeah. it's a it's a slippery slope. If perhaps, you start, yeah. perhaps that's a good note. That would have that's been my, true. That would have been my dear friend, Keely Quinlan. Anything because that does yeah. invites them in to try to get it. Yeah. So you just, you know, you try to you try to stay very stealthy. Yeah, yeah we do our best. That know? would have been my dear friend, Keely Quinlan, asking that question if it wasn't me. And yeah. I love her. She is good at that job. Yes, um, she's with a, a national or at least regional publication. Now I forget the name of it. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good point. There's, there's reasons why when, when issues do come up or when issues are evaded there, there are reasons to, to give it some time and some measured, uh, judgment in how they're talked about uh, to prevent copycats and the like and also do not poke the bear yeah it's like giving the the other person notes if you say too much yeah it's it's the same thing where you know we we try very carefully in situations like this or when we're talking to vendors you know you don't talk about specific products you use you don't talk about specific pieces of software you use because once that's out there in social media then people can go ahead and say well okay so now we're limited to this type of firewall. So we only have to look up exploits for this type of firewall mm-hmm. or, you know, Oh, we know that they're running this version of SQL, And so we only have to look at s- exploits for that version of mm-hmm. SQL. So you try to stay as vague, even when you're talking with vendors, even when you're having conversations about RFPs or, you know, trying to get new products, you try to keep everything um, as close to the best as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Again, you're just trying to mitigate anything mm-hmm. that's going to happen. It would be like I, I'm imagining like if there's a bank robbery and they catch the guy who was trying to rob the bank and then came out and said, if he had just used these tools, he would have gotten away with it. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's pretty much it. Or, hey, you know, he came in through the door, but we know that there's a hole in the back of the building that he could have gone through. Yeah, but like, I would have gotten away with it, too, yeah, if it only- wasn't for those pesky IT people. Yes. Yes, we but, try uh, to be a thorn in the side, but you can't yeah. give as uh, you can't do everything. Yeah, uh, we're we're kind of in an interesting age for, as you said, there's a lot of things going on in the world of cybersecurity. And I think the other day you told me the only way to really avoid cybersecurity risks is to not be, have the to, to be connected to, to a cabin internet, in the woods. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Don't have users either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But one thing that uh, that's impossible. One thing that's unavoidable uh, nowadays is all this talk of AI coming up. Is has that become a factor? At this I, point? I think it's an emerging idea. Um, you know, there are things that AI is very good at. Um, it's very good at analyzing existing systems and replicating things that are already out there. Original thought, not good. Um, so AI trying to brute force a password is a whole lot faster, a whole lot easier than a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, it can it can take hashes and do all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff with it. There's a lot of thought that the AI can do based on previous mm-hmm. history that it can get. Is it going to be super scary moving forward? Probably in every aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, AI now answering questions, chatbots like GPT or art programs like uh, mid journey, mm-hmm. things like that um, are very interesting tools. But again, people have mm-hmm. found 
that information that it gives is incorrect mm -hmm. or there's just there's mm -hmm. faults with what it is but in the direction it's going and in the uh, growing in leaps and bounds mm -hmm. with how quickly information is being absorbed by these structures it is going yeah. to be hard moving forward mm -hmm. it's going to be something you're going to have to protect against that said you'll see it from the other side as well so now you're going to start seeing firewalls with ai in involved mm -hmm. and you're going to start seeing you know different products zero trust products where it just assumes everybody who's trying to to connect to your network is a bad person and so it gives multiple ways to prevent that mm -hmm. um you know multi-factor authentication so you not only do you have to include a password but you get tokens for cell phones or things of that nature very cool yeah i i worry about that stuff a lot on my end and communications thinking about and, and it went to a whole new level today but i've been thinking about all this like voice replication stuff and it's so popular for entertainment on youtube right now i know people love to like create voice profiles of famous people and and government officials uh to playing video games or whatever as if they're personalities on their youtube channel but like that's a concern for us on on both of our sides the ability to create situations where it looks like a person is saying something that they aren't uh, yeah absolutely or i mean just being able to capture voices of public people, the mayor, for example, mm -hmm. and then taking that and replicating that for a, a phishing phone call. Yeah, hey, this is the mayor. I need exactly. to do oh. this or that. Creating a um, voice profile is oh, a yes. dangerous thing. Oh, and yeah. nowadays, wow. they, now they can create video profiles. Apparently, I Absolutely. saw that yesterday. Yeah, There's I a mean, new program deepfakes out. have been around yeah. for a while and they're starting to get mm -hmm. more and more. I saw this one of a of the, this was yesterday. Apparently there's a new thing and I think it's from the OpenAI com the that company. I don't know that for sure. Um it was like a dog trying like on a ledge like trying to go in the window. Uh that like a firefighter was trying to rescue or something and it wasn't AI it none of the it whole was thing real. was AI. It was all fake, yeah. And it, it it's just so wild yeah. that that yeah. can exist and like you said, there's a lot of cool. I like the 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 backside uses for some things like security purposes is really cool. But some of these tools and to that end, I, I will also say that here at City of Clarksville, we're not using those tools at this time no. for the ethical and and security concerns Absolutely. that they bring. And there are ethical concerns, too. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, it, as it's pointed out quite a bit in in discussion about AI art, is that in order to train the AI art, they have artists whose styles they have replicated. Mm -hmm. And even to the point where they have listed the artists <laughs> whose styles that they have replicated. And now that's starting to get significant backlash, especially if you're, you know, you're one of those artists and now someone's typing in a, um, a prompt to do something in your art style. Well, mm -hmm. you know, where does that end? Could they try to sell that purporting that it's a hidden, mm -hmm. you know, image that you created? It's wild. Wow. No, it is. It is a strange time mm -hmm. to be around. But luckily, we have some great people here keeping keeping the boat afloat. Absolutely. Yep. Love it. Um, do y'all handle for like or uh, IT for our departments around like all over the city? Or is it mostly? That's something so I wondered, like gas and the, water. The and city TV of Clarksville handles uh, IT for city general. So we handle. Um, Everything that it's in City Hall, Parks and Recreation, Building and Codes. So 
police department has additional IT staff. We do um, we do handle the bulk of their IT infrastructure, so their networks and switching and servers and things like that. And then they have IT staff that does day to day, as well as handles some very uh, police specific um, issues or products. Uh, and then the gas and water department has an entirely separate uh, IT infrastructure as well. So they have their own IT department out there. And then CDE, as governed by a board, not only has their own IT department, but they have two separate IT departments. One IT department is for the CDE proper and the other is for light band. Mm-hmm. So they have multiple IT departments out there as well. And so everything else that falls under us. And then, of course, uh, the uh, Regional Planning Commission, as well as they are a joint city-county venture, but the city handles their IT infrastructure. We have so many departments. Oh, yes. So much. I, You know, it's one of those things where we have to do counts. We, take, we, we distribute network to the entirety of the city of Clarksville. The city of Clarksville has network in 53 separate buildings within the city. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's a whole lot of connections. So, and we manage every single one of them, more than 1,300 users, 1,600 endpoints. So a lot of computers, a lot of laptops, a lot of network switches and devices. It's a lot of equipment to be handled by a grand total of 13 people. Goodness. (laughs) Oh, we talked about accurate um, uh, shows and and media about cybersecurity and hacking. we're nearing the end, so I get to just ask fun things now. Do either of you have a show that is a good example of working in IT? There are several shows that have people that work in IT. I think of crime dramas, but I also think of my personal favorite, the IT crowd. Uh, the IT crowd. The IT crowd is the only thing I thought of, the IT yeah. crowd. <laughs> and the original British version British. of the IT British. crowd. Yes. Oh, yeah, British. Oh, yes. always. Um, and, and that is, I mean, of course, everything you're going to see is... Um, it's going to be stereotypical to the uh-huh. utmost degree, mm-hmm. you know, so you're going to play all the stereotypes, but you know, that's the, at the, at the very least, everybody can say, Hey, I know that it guy. And then there used to be um, a skit that was regular on SNL. That was your company's it guy. And it was just every stereotype about an it guy wrapped into one individual, oh, I'm which, was, which was fantastic. Um, and, and so, yeah, you see stuff like that all the time, but I don't know. I mean, there's not, I think a lot of, a lot of television turns it, especially crime dramas into these superheroes that can do everything. It's, it's weird. You know, one of the things that you, you sort of deal with as an it person is we're like any other profession. We're very once you get into it, you're very specialized. Like you're not going to ask Tamara who has been doing web development and content management her entire career. Hey, the Ram on my computer isn't working. Can you take a look at it and and replace these sticks of Ram for me? It's Mm. just not in her wheelhouse. And by the same token, you know, you're not going to ask me to do uh, content management Mm. because it goes beyond my scope in every shape or form. Uh, and so that's one of those weird things is that in, in media, you tend to see IT people who are capable of doing everything from writing code to enhancing video to a point where you can see a license plate from a grainy camera from 10,000 miles away. 
what's the goth girl from NCIS? Yeah, or whatever. Abby Shito yeah. from NCIS. <laughs> I, that's that's my favorite example of a bad IT stereotype because there's an episode where there are two people typing on the same keyboard to do a hack of some kind. And it's just, you would just be getting in each other's way. It wouldn't enhance performance or anything of that nature. And, you know, you're not doing separate things. It's not like if I press the keyboard on a key on this keyboard while you're pressing this keyboard, they're going to separate locations. It's the same computer. <laughs> the other stereotype I like, that's great. That And I feel like they were trying <laughs> to do like a good, piano yeah. duet thing yeah, kind was of the thing. joke right. probably. But, uh. There was a TikToker that I liked for a while that was doing your average your average Reddit user is your IT guy. And I love oh, it was so funny. I'll have to send you one sometime. That's fantastic. Oh, so good. But uh yeah, fun stuff. Speaking of specialties, yeah, I got this crack in my phone. No, just kidding. We'll turn you over to AT&T. Welcome to get that fixed. Love it. Well, I think we're about done for this one. Is there anything we missed or anything you'd like to add in or well i did you know for ai um i did want to say that people really need to be careful mm -hmm. because these scams are getting really really deep mm -hmm. they go so far as to imitate with the voice controller and the voiceovers they're they they can call your phone and say that you're you know i'm i'm your daughter or whatever mm -hmm. and i need money the better business bureau put out a on on uh, a notice about that. Uh, yeah. I forget the word public announcement. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Because that was coming up, and that just made me nervous. Because mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, it's very I, scary. I have older relatives that would fall for that. Yes, that would fall for that. So everyone needs to be mm -hmm. careful. On that I spend. I spend again working in social media makes me loathe it and not trust it. I spend an yeah. inordinate amount of time talking to relatives who use their Facebooks like copy and paste this status if you want but it doesn't have anything to do with facebook's use of your photos and yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah fun it's, fact those don't do anything what they do is they is people then can search for that post and see who's willing to do those kind of things and mm, then you become a target yeah. absolutely it's grooming i yep. think it's like learning a safe word too for your family is to learn a safe word that's an interesting idea you know to know it's you mm-hmm mm -hmm. Interesting. And that yeah. we should probably initiate that for the city. too. That's not a bad idea. You know, I feel like it'd be hard to keep of... that secret with 1600 something people. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> True. Well, we are currently um, working uh, at getting a multi-factor authentication system in place for the city. Oh, that'll be good. Yes. It, and it's, you know, one, it'll be great for cybersecurity insurance because mm -hmm. a lot of companies won't even talk to you if you don't have a multi-factor authentication mm -hmm. system. Um, and it will be, obviously, it'll make everything a lot more secure. When you go to log into your desktop, not only will it prompt you for a password, but it will send you a token or you can have a hardware token and it will it will take that and you punch it in and everything logs you in at that point. So that, I love yeah. authenticators that produce authenticator keys and the, and the two-factor sending a phone thing. Just don't ask me to move a puzzle piece or click all those blocks that have oh, a fire hydrant. No. Man, uh, and we, we have reviewed a lot of these and there are some that can do just an amazing amount of stuff. Like you can jump through all as many hoops as you want mm -hmm. to. Um, it's a matter of, you know, what level of security do you want versus what level of ease do you want for your users? Mm -hmm. 
at some point you have to step back and say, this is just too much for the user. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a 25 character password that you have to change every 90 days, you're just going to mm -hmm. drive somebody insane or all they're going to do is iterate from the one password to the next. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I, I hit that point with, uh, I was creating a social media account for my uh, YouTube channel that I was making with a friend. And uh, again, I'm, I'm trying not to like name things that I'm, that I'm throwing a little shade at, but um, the social media platform that I was trying to create an account for the uh, verification process was 20 of those puzzle things. Oh. And it was like a really complicated one where it was like, here's a puzzle piece now rotate the puzzle until it's the same orientation of this puzzle piece. <laughs> 20 of them. And then it made me start over at the end because I got one wrong. And I was just like, I don't need this account. I don't need this. I love the ones that morph. I don't need this heartache. I don't need it. You know, where like it'll, it's, it's, it's an easy puzzle. It'll be like 16 blocks and it'll say, you know, pick the ones with all the cars. And so you go through and you click all the ones with the cars but then as you click each one with a car, that tile changes. Mm -hmm. And so some of the tiles that you have clicked now have cars on them again because the tile changed. Well, like, I don't need into this website that bad. I really don't. I will go, there are 900 websites that do the exact same thing. I will just find one of those. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I think we'll end there. Um, Derek, did you think of your favorite commander? Um, no, I, I, so I don't play commander. My favorite is draft. I love playing. I do draft. love some draft. My favorite my, set. Um, draft. I favorite set to draft. Ooh, I, I like cube draft where you use all of the cards. Oh, fun. Every set that's ever been made. And, uh, my son, my oldest son, uh, has one that he created, um, that has to include the power nine in it. So it's, a. Uh, it's a it's all proxies because of course the power nines are thousands upon thousands of dollars, but um it's great to play that because you know how often are you gonna be able to pick up a black lotus and play it on turn one? So very fun. Tamara, did you follow any of that? No, because I don't play. Uh, mine's Lord of the Rings. I love the Lord of the Rings oh, set. I don't play. Do you have um, any my my favorite set is the new one, the uh the Wilds of Eldraine and Oh, the fairy tale theme. Yeah, one. and the uh they just have the uh, the, the murder of Karloff man Manor. Yeah, they got they made a clue variant of the game. We're talking about Magic: The Gathering for oh, those okay. that don't know. It's a it's a collector's it's trading a collectible card game. Card game has been around yeah. since was, since the year of our Lord nineteen hundred and ninety three. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, Tamara. We'll teach you to play on a future episode. Uh, okay, sounds good. Well, I think we'll call it from there. Uh, thank you both so much for coming up and hanging out with me for a bit. This was super fun. Thanks for thank having Thank you us. very much. Yeah. And I think that'll be it. We'll catch you next time on Public Square.